St. Dominic's Catholic Church in San Francisco presents a homily by Father Albert Peraski. On December 25, 2019, Christmas Day at 8 a.m. Mass, today's Gospel is taken from the Gospel according to John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 18, proclaimed by Father Albert Peraski. A holy day has dawned upon us. Come, you nations, and adore the Lord. For today a great light has come upon the earth. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and this life was a light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him. But the world did not know him. He came to what was his own. But his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, and we saw his glory, the glory as the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace. Because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus
what exactly am I doing here? If you had told me when I was a teenager that one day I would find myself standing in the pulpit of the Catholic Church on Christmas Day and speaking about the mystery of Christmas, the incarnation of the Word, I would have said, well, you're full of it. I don't believe in God. My family isn't Christian. That'll never happen. And off and on, I have wondered over the years, what exactly am I doing here when at odd times I find myself preaching something which I grew up not believing? I think as I look back now over 75 years, the first years shrouded in darkness, memory does not go back that far, I'm more and more convinced that it began actually not with the word, but with music. My father, a great lover of music, and what I heard in the first years of my life always, I think, stayed with me because music has that power to reach down to the very depths of the soul and to touch us in places that words themselves do not touch. And so it was that in kindergarten, grade school, and so on in those days, when we still sang Christmas carols in public schools, I actually enjoyed singing them. It was the music that attracted me. The words meant nothing. What's a manger? I had no idea. Why do we say round yon virgin? Why is she round? And so the meaning of these often made no sense, and even when I actually knew the meaning of the words. They were put together in ways that did not mean anything. But it was the appeal of the music. And the words then came secondarily. And yet, before the word itself ever comes into our lives, our spirit is already there. And it feels the beginning of language, which music arouses. And it gives us a longing that we cannot put at first into words, and yet there comes a day when the words make sense. Like a child learning to speak after hearing sounds that first convey love, anger, or concern, or a young immigrant child having to learn suddenly in school a new language and hasn't at first understand what classmates, schoolmates are talking about at the teacher, and then one day, all of a sudden, meaning there. For me, there came a moment when I was about 20 years old when the words in the songs suddenly made sense, that God's word suddenly took shape, and I found myself all of a sudden caught up in something as old as time itself. In fact, from the very beginning of time, God in many and various ways spoke of old to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days has spoken to us by a son whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. And that just about says it all. Because the word, world was created by that word of God, and Israel was created by the word of God, who gave the power of the word to the prophets, and that same word also became flesh and dwelt among us, thereby showing that Humanity, both as a whole and as individual human beings, is the place 
where God chooses to reveal himself. And it's an awesome concept. It means that the word of God has been at work in creation to prepare for the restoration of what was lost. So that in the fullness of time, the word through whom all things seen and unseen were created would enter into human flesh and transform our very humanity. And at that moment of the birth of Jesus, the word made flesh. The words and decrees of every human polity were rendered irrelevant. And that word of Satan that had been enticing people since the first disobedience of humanity finally met a word in a human being that would face it down. And the powers of this world tried to capture the invader, tried to put a stop to his mission by putting him to death. But it was too late because victory over death had already been assured. So we fast forward 2,000 years from that moment in Bethlehem when the word made flesh was brought forth as a human baby. Earthly powers, having failed to capture and contain their creator, have embarked on a campaign to throw up their word as an alternative to the word of God, to make humanity forget God's victory and his offer of a way out of the human condition. In every age, they put forth their word as the only truth. And they say that each individual is born by chance, comes from nothing, vanishes into nothingness, and that's all there is at the end of every human life. And so in this in-between time, we're told to be practical and grab for everything that we can get, find all the enjoyment we can in the here and now, and if you can't find relief from the human condition, then find an ally in the powerful. Become powerful yourself. The remarkable encounter between God and fallen humanity has in this age been reduced by the world's cleverness to a mere sentiment that you are free to feel or not feel. You enjoy the sound of jingle bells, winter wonderland, that's the sentiment that is being created out of this season, which celebrates, in fact, a birth. And so the world's cleverness does not want us to know that terrible reality in which we are all called to believe or not to believe, because our entire fate depends on accepting that humanity has been alienated from God and God has entered into the very reality of our human world in order to bring us back. That path of the word into the world has been prepared in so many and various ways, by music which arouses longing in us, by friendship and love which draws us to one another, and by simple kindness, all of those things that operate at a level below words just waiting for the moment when it will suddenly all have meaning in a particular encounter at a particular time. 2,000 years ago, Jesus taught that everyone who seeks the kingdom must become like a little child. What's the hallmark of the little child? Fascination with words as they begin to shape the world around them. There's first love and care of the parents, 
and then all of that starts to make sense through the words that the child learns. And it changes words into words that have meaning. Mommy, daddy, pointing and saying, what's that? It's a cat. What's that? It's a car. What's that? It's a cow. Why? Well, the child itself knows that there is still something that lurks beneath the very sounds that we make, that there is a why that exists below every word that we have. We lose it as we grow older, and yet, if we are to recover that reality of the word made flesh, we must once more ask the fundamental question of why. That's baby Jesus. Why? Because it is in there that we encounter the reality of the word that transforms us. We try to recover the power of the word, all of us, which is the patrimony of all of humanity, and yet somewhere along the way we lose the sense of its power, or perhaps better put, we misuse the power of the word. But it is ours, it is God's gift to us, whether we accept God or not, we have that gift of the power of the word. And God himself became a little child and God himself, through that word, learned like a little child by being open to the wonders of the world opening around him. And we can be that also once more if we acknowledge that our minds and hearts are fortresses which God must and God can and God will invade with his word to conquer us. So like fifth columnists, let us throw wide the doors of our souls that his word may conquer us, that he can thwart the power of the word of the world and make us into new creatures reflecting the glory of God and hearing the very and bearing the very stamp of his nature. And each year, Christmas opens a corridor in time for us to that time 2,000 years ago when the word of God eluded earthly powers and took on human flesh thereby conquering the fortress of our fallen humanity. And each year, all times and places are joined to that moment of the birth of Christ. And each year, we are offered anew the chance to let the word of God in his helpless humanity enter into our own helpless humanity so that we, in our flesh transformed by the word, may be raised to God's right hand. Listen. Listen to Christmas music, not as the background of music and things that are played constantly from the beginning of December on our radios, but listen to the music that is played today. Listen to the music that is sung today. Let it enter into the depth of your soul before the power of the word ever takes shape, that you may be prepared for the coming of the word into your life. And be a child let it touch that depth of your soul that you may really hear the word for the first time, may really grasp its meaning, and go forth from here exclaiming to everyone that we meet, come, let us adore him.